I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone, and you're listening to The Catherine Zox Show. Joining me today is Anthony Purcell. We are going to be talking about walking with Anthony from rehabilitation to reimbursement. In the late morning of February 6th, 2010, Anthony Purcell dove into the waters of Miami Beach, something he'd done many times before without incident. This time, he misjudged the depth of his landing spot, broke his neck, and bruised the C5 and C6 vertebrae in his spine. He injured his spinal cord. He was paralyzed, unable to resurface from the water on his own. Thanks to the quick rescue efforts of his cousin Bernie, who pulled him from the waters, and the emergency personnel who quickly arrived at the scene, Anthony's life was saved. But his life would never be the same. Walking with Anthony, a charity founded by Anthony's mother, Mickey, serves as a move as a movement to bring awareness and funding to the plight of SCI, suffered by hundreds of thousands of people in the United States alone. Walking with Anthony has been featured in ABC World News Tonight, New York Weekly, and more. Welcome to the show, Anthony. Nice to have you on today. Thank you for having me. Okay, I guess I'm going to just hone in on that, uh, well, the sentence I said in the middle of this intro, but his life would never be the same. So can we talk about life before and then life after the accident, starting with what was before? Yeah, so before was uh, basically a 21-year-old, um, living the life, enjoying his life, um, traveling back and forth from Florida to California and then California to Florida. Um, we had a family business that was out in California. So, um, didn't really have a lot of direction, uh, kind of just, uh, kind of rolling with the punches, uh, more of a party scene. Um, so, uh, didn't really find my way. And, uh, you know, what, what happened was basically, um, you know, as you mentioned in February of 2010, uh, went down to Miami because the Super Bowl was being played there. So my cousin at the time, or one of my cousins actually was playing for the dolphins. So he's like, well, why don't you come down and we'll go to all the parties. And I said, okay, beautiful. So I flew, uh, flew back down to Florida and uh, we had the time of our lives, probably one of the best weekends I've ever had, uh, ironically enough, uh, you know, considering what happened towards the tail end of it. Um, but basically, uh, you know, on, on that, you know, Saturday morning, I dove into a sandbar, ended up breaking my neck and uh, was basically, you know, having the best weekend of my life uh, that drastically and dramatically turned to the worst. Um, so before the injury happened was, you know, kind of just finding my way, not really sure what I wanted to do with my life. And, um, after the injury, you know, you're on a, uh, you're on a journey that's going to be taking you to places that you, you know, never knew were there. Uh, When I got injured, um, I had no idea what a spinal cord injury was. Um, I remember sitting in the hospital room and the doctor coming in and, all, all I knew was I was, you know, I messed up and I couldn't really feel anything. I couldn't move anything. I had no idea what paralysis was. And, uh, you know, I just remember him saying, you know, you have a long road to recovery. Um, you know, I couldn't lift my arms. I couldn't breathe on my own. I had a breathing tube in. Um, everything that, uh, you know, 
took me to a place of where I am today. It was, I tell people it was, you know, kind of like being an infant as an adult, if you can imagine that and learning everything that, you know, everybody takes for granted as able bodies simply as, um, you know, brushing your teeth, wiping an itch, things like that, that, uh, able bodies do without even thinking about it takes somebody with a spinal cord injury at the level that I sustained a very difficult amount of time to do and then learn how to do and then get stronger. So, uh, you know, went from a great, great kind of place in my life partying to kind of got hurt and I got to go to work. So when you talk about, uh, I want you to, you know, you were, you broke your neck and bruised at the C5 and C6. How wh- how does that, the C5 and C6, where does the paralysis start? So every spinal cord injury is different, but typically when you're dealing with a cervical injury, uh, you're going to be dealing with a loss of, um, you know, legs from a, uh, strength standpoint, as well as arms. And it's actually known as quadriplegia. Uh, so I'm a quadriplegic. Um, and the higher that you get injured, meaning uh, I'm a C5 and C6, I broke my you know C5, C6. But if I got hurt C3, C4, I'd be dealing with a much more uh, dramatic situation uh, where I really kind of probably wouldn't breathe on my own. So it all depends upon where you get hurt, how bad you get hurt, and what um, you, you know what you have recovered in a in a shorter period amount of time. So, like uh, Chris, I'm thinking of Christopher Reeve. So he was probably a C three or C two. Um, right. Yeah. Yes. He 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 was a little bit higher, I believe. Correct. All right. So you're lying in bed, and the doctor's saying it's going to take a long time for you to recover. What was your you know, I'm a social worker and have talked to a lot of people who have, who have spinal cord injury. Um, like what was your, were you frightened, scared? Uh, you know, you were obviously immobilized physically, but what about in your, your mind? What are you thinking? Or are you not thinking? Are you numb headwise too? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's a yeah. good question. Uh, so, so in the beginning I was numb. I had no idea what was going on. There were nurses and doctors coming in and out. Uh, seemed like every hour. Um, and at the time, I remember the visiting hours were not, uh, not preferable for somebody who is, you know, was in my situation. Um, all I wanted to do was be around family. Um, I was very scared, did not know what, um, was going to happen. Uh, my main concern in my brain at that time in the, in the really bad days when I first got injured was, just keep breathing, keep fighting, and make it out of here alive uh, for not only yourself, but your family and friends. You can do this. So, um, you know, you bring up how you feel mentally, and I'm very big on that. And a lot of people, when they look at somebody who has a spinal cord injury, they look at them, um, you know, solely on the amount that they cannot walk or, you know, do things that a normal able, able body would do physically. Uh, but a lot of people neglect the mental battle of the brain that's really happening. And that's kind of what I'm starting to really focus on when doing the charity work with walking with Anthony is trying to heal the mind 
um, which will then, in fact, lead to healing the physical. Yeah, I think that's really, uh, as you're saying, it is key to the whole recovery process. And um, so when you're talking about the mind, because I, I've I guess in reading about you, you were ta- you've always talked about the first year and the struggle with the rehab and the physical, but the emotional really is 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 key and uh, depression and all of those things and anxiety and all that stuff takes over. So maybe we should talk about walking with Anthony and uh, talking about your mother's input because she is a. Uh, key person in this whole recovery process, I'm assuming. Um, she just got in there and she was on your team. But um, so this is a charity, Walking with Anthony. What does the charity do? What do you do? So so Walking with Anthony is a charity that uh, my mother and I founded about one year after I got hurt. And we provide financial assistance to those that are less fortunate um, you know, with, with money and we do a number of things for them. Not one cent goes to my rehab or me. We created this charity for other people. And, uh, I kind of look at our charity as a nine one one, meaning that when someone gets hurt, they need resources. They need to talk to someone just because like I mentioned on the phone earlier, I had no idea what paralysis was. And most of the time that's the case with these families. Um, and they need a resource to contact and say, hey, what do I do? Where do I go? Where can I take, um, you know, my daughter or my son or my uncle? Where do I take them to rehab to get better? That's where we would step in. We'd talk with the families. We'd mentor the families. And we'd find a place that um, they would feel uh, or we would feel, we all would feel good for them to go and work out. But that's not the only thing that we do. We provide transportation. We provide cars that are wheelchair accessible. Uh, we provide anything that we feel they would enjoy to live a better quality of life. Um, there are a lot of foundations and charities out there that do research, which is extremely important. Um, you know, we admire those charities. Uh, but with us, we're more of, like I, like I mentioned, a 911. So we'll, we'll get in there and, and help you immediately. Um, so that, that's kind of what differs us from the traditional, uh, charity, um, from that standpoint. So, so you, um, you deal with the whole gestalt, the whole person, the emotional, the psychology, the psychological, the social, the financial, everything. Um, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So usually what we'll, what we'll get our first point of contact is a family member and it's when, um, you know, their, their family members hurt or their friend is hurt. And they'll be reaching out and saying, how do we do this? How do we navigate? Um, what does our future look like? It's almost like, like you mentioned, an emotional, just someone being there. And then eventually when the patient um, or the person with the spinal cord injury is ready to talk, which most of the time that they're not, they're all, you know, they're mad and they don't kind of know what's going on, like they're numb. But once they get past that hump, we have a conversation. I'll get on the phone with them. I'll tell them, you know, everything's going to be all right. I'll explain to them where I was and where I am now. I give them the most amount of hope that, they, that I can. And then we put them in a position to go to rehab to really physically get going. And then in the process of that, I always check in and ask them how they're doing emotionally and mentally because I think that that is extremely important. Yeah. Well, I, I'm looking at you and I'm looking at a photograph of you, handsome young man, uh, 21 years old when this happens to you. 
uh, I guess two questions is it, it uh, and maybe I know the answer, maybe different emotional response when you're 21, 31, 41, or even older. I mean, you have your whole life ahead of you. People are going to wonder, you know, can you have, uh, can you get married? Can you have girlfriends or boyfriends or whatever you have? Uh, can you, uh, you know, how normal can your life be for a 21 year old? So like, maybe share some of that with us. Yeah, those were some of the thoughts yeah. that were running through my head. What up, you know, will I find a girl um, that will like me? Will I be able to do the things that I once did? Um, it was a very, very dramatic experience uh, mentally. And actually, uh, the funny thing about it is I've, I've come to realize now being in this injury for 10 plus years is that when I got hurt, the first year or two were the worst. And after the first year or two happened, we started the charity and I started helping people and that healed me. Um, and it, and it healed my brain and it made me think, you know, this is bigger than you. You can help a lot of people. You can make a huge impact on not only the people that are suffering with spinal cord injury, but actually their family members, their friends. And it's actually made me a more happier person today, if you can believe this, than I was before my injury. Before my injury, I didn't really have a purpose. I kind of was just lingering and figuring out what am I going to do? How am I going to make money? Am I gonna... Now I have a purpose and I heal through healing others. And, um, you know, I now have a wife. I just uh, had a, my first kid about five months ago. Thank you. Thank you. It's been, it's been interesting, but, um, yeah, it, it's funny. I tell people all the time that this injury has given me life as, as crazy as that sounds. So in other words, it's tra obviously it's transformative for the people you help, but it's just as transformative or has been for you. You weren't focused before you were all over the place. And now ironically, you're, you are focused <laughs> and ha do have a purpose. And I, I'm, uh, that has to be really, I don't know. I don't know if the word is inspiring, but when you're dealing with families, one thing you said, we always think about helping an individual, but you just said you not only help the person who has the spinal cord injury, but you help an entire family or the people that they, the people who are closest to them. That's a That's a whole group. You know, that's a lot of people. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Yeah. So, and then also with walking with Anthony, the, the charity. Now, I want to get in a little bit because I know that part of the focus is the, um, and I, I don't know if I said this in the beginning, from rehab to reimbursement, that it's very difficult for people. Insurance doesn't cover uh, rehab, uh, or when it does, it's not for a very long, you know, not enough time. So how does that work in terms of, walking with Anthony and helping people to get the finances they need to continue with their rehab. Cause that is very costly. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately the insurance industry has not, you know, invested their time into, um, spinal cord injuries and they do not cover a lengthy amount of time that is needed for an individual to get stronger and live a healthier and better life. And, that uh, was experienced by my mom. Uh, when we were in the hospital, they basically came to her and said, 
oh, your last day is coming up in a couple of days. And my mom was like, what, what are you talking about? Now, luckily we had the financial stability to move me into uh, a rehabilitation center where I kept my rehab going. But I can't tell you how many times we get calls from people who are rehabbing uh, that's being covered by insurance in the hospital. It runs out and then they're just sitting at their house and they're losing all their gains. They're depressed. They're not moving around. And that's where walking with Anthony uh, will step in and we raise money uh, all across the nation. We have golf tournaments, we have galas um, and we try to raise as much money as we possibly can and as mentioned, you know, not a cent goes to uh, me or anything with my situation. We push it all out to people who are struggling and we get them the help they need. We put them in rehab and it does work. Um, and the medical community, community, excuse me, um, you know, and the insurance community needs to understand that through rehab and physical rehabilitation, these people are getting better. I've seen people go from not moving their arms, not moving their legs to walking with the help of walking with Anthony and um, numerous rehabilitation uh, centers across the nation. So it's a really difficult situation. Um, and that's why we're here to help and uh, help these families. Now, everybody's different. Now, you, how did, in terms of your rehab, how much uh, ability, physical ability were you able to um, get back after your whole rehabilitation, which I imagine is, so, um, yeah. Yeah. So, well, so when I got hurt, I barely survived. Um, I, when I dove in the water, I stayed in the water much longer than I should have. I remember when I was sitting in the water, um, it was chaos for the first like 30 seconds. Like I was struggling. And then I, I came to this piece and it's, the craziest thing, but I came to this peace knowing, okay, this is my time. I'm going to die now. And it was the most peaceful. I, I could tell I was right about to go. And my cousin Bernie wished me out of the water. Um, so I was on, uh, I was on a breathing tube. I was in the hospital for three months. I could not move my arms. I could not feel my legs. I could not move my legs. I had a bunch of, fluid in my lungs. I've had multiple surgeries to pull that, you know, the fluid out of my lungs. So I went from being pretty bad off to the point where, uh, you know, they were trying to keep me alive. Now I'm uh, driving. I have a wife. I have a kid. I'm benching, uh, bench pressing 190 pounds. I feel strong. I feel mentally strong. I feel everything. I move my hands. Um, you know, I feel like I'm in a great place to help those that are less fortunate, um, not only financially, but mentally, like I mentioned, is so, so key, especially in that first year. You're scared. You don't know what to do. You're crying. Will I ever have a wife or will I have a girlfriend? Will I be able to get married? Can I have kids? There's a bunch of things that go through your mind in that first year to two years. And um, if I had someone or some charity like Walking with Anthony, I know that I would be able to benefit from it. So that's why we did it. Now you're a dad. What? Your son is five, son, five months old? A daughter, correct. Yeah, a daughter. <laughs> Your daughter is five months old. What do you think the challenges are going to be for you, given the position that you're in with your daughter? That's a, that's a good question. And I've thought about that before. 
um, you know, she was born. And, you know, I think that I'm going to have a love for my daughter and my daughter's going to have a love for me that's going to go way beyond where I'm at physically. Um, I feel blessed that I'm able to have my daughter. Um, she is incredible. She lights me up. She helps me mentally. She helps me physically. She pushes me and she's only five months old. Um, so I'm looking forward to raising a daughter. Um, and I think that there's going to be no, uh, you know, no weirdness that I'm, you know, obviously in a wheelchair and disabled. I, I, I feel as if I am the luckiest person in the world to have someone that I can raise and show, you know, the good values in life. Well, she's obviously the love of your life. I get that, <laughs> which is great. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's great. We only have about three minutes left. So I just, and okay. just, yeah, so I want to be sure that everybody knows how they can, you know, contact Walking with Anthony uh, if they need to. And uh, so give us information, website or websites to go to. Uh, so that Absolutely. we can get, yeah. Yeah. So, so, uh, you know, if you'd like to help and make a difference in, in these people's lives, uh, you can go to www.walkingwithanthony.org. Um, and you can, uh, donate and it goes a long way. I'm telling you, these, these families are, are struck and, you know, you could slip on a banana peel and have a spinal cord injury. No one plans this. It's very scary. And uh, the support that our charity strives to be for these families is incredible. And if you go on the website, you can see a bunch of videos and, of how we work. And, um, you know, I, I'd really appreciate it. And I know that a lot of people that are inflicted with spinal cord injuries would as well, if you be kind enough to, uh, to, to make a generous donation. So walkingwithanthony.org um, is where you can find us. And I just have one quick question, if you can answer it, like in 30 seconds. But do you have people working with you who also have spinal cord injuries? Or who, we, yeah, yeah, we have, volunteer, we have, volunteer, we have volunteers. Uh, we have an event actually coming up in a couple of weeks uh, in Corona Del Mar, California. It's a gala. Uh, and we have a lot of volunteers that I've known over the years that have a spinal cord injury that will come and they'll help out walking with Anthony. So, yeah, we have all walks of life that... Uh, that will come together to uh, to help this cause. Actually, our event name is Come Together. <laughs> <laughs> come Together. That's great. I love it. Anthony Purcell from Rehabilitation to Reimbursement. And the name of his charity is Walking with Anthony. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having us. I'm Catherine Zox, your social worker with a microphone. And you've been listening to The Catherine Zox Show. 